Blog Talk Radio. Not the indigenous 
They know about grandmother and grandfather. They know about the ancients, the divine energies of the mother. And well, I don't know if we've been missing, but I know we definitely have been taken for granted um, and abused and um, misunderstood, you know, amongst a lot of other things. And there's a shift taking place, you know, as as nature and life itself seeks to realign itself and become balanced. So I, you know, I think that... Um, whether it be one way or another, you know, we're starting to get ourselves um, together as a as a collective because I don't want to take away from those who have been walking this earth in alignment with nature all along. I see. But at this point, it's about us as a collective doing it, you know, and just an awakening that's taking place globally, just not amongst one particular gender or race. I say. It's starting to come out, so everybody's now using it as the message of the moment, the love and the compassion, the nurturing, which are all divine feminine aspects. Mm-hmm. Because the um, God in the Bible that they taught us about, he was fearsome. He was to be feared. Whereas divine feminine is to be loved. Yeah. Well, there was a lot of things that were meant to be feared, and I don't want to just say of the Bible, of of religion in general, you know, patriarchal religion-based um, practices. And it wasn't just about... Um, fear, you know, of the divine feminine, it was also a fear of any individual's innate ability to practice or or implement their power, you know, in their daily routine. So that goes back to like what the show is about. Um, you know, it's I want people to have a, um a a good understanding where this is not a course in magic. This is about the sister and I, as well as people that call in, all of us throwing a little something in the mixing pot as far as sharing our journey or our walk in our everyday practices of magic, the manipulation of energy with deliberate intention, affecting our environment, being effective, purposely, um, and bringing change to the things that we may have previously left up to chance or to other people. And, yeah, we'll be sharing facts like, well, we use these different herbs that work for me, but by no means do I want people to think we're going by a book. It's not my way or the highway. Um, and it's, it's not even about teaching you how to do your thing. By mimicking us, I say this, we want to we want to inspire you to tap into your power and the power that's provided to us through our environment, just through nature. So if you're here and you're thinking you're getting ready to get the formula um, to turn silver into gold, I don't know about that. You know, <laughs> so, like. 
you know, don't you don't have to sit through forty minutes to to realize like, oh man, they're not what we thought this was. It's not that kind of show. Exactly. You know, it's about sharing our higher selves with you and how we um do things in a practical way, you know, for us. You know, so you you'll get a little bit of this and a little bit of that. I hope people call in and participate with us. Um, I meant to ask you, sis, to repost this on my page for me because you put it on, I think, this morning and yesterday. And you know how yes. Facebook is. They pick and choose what they're going to show for hours. I say. So I, well, I know I people download it later, but this way maybe they can call in now if they would like. I say. Well, I'm hoping that people will call in for the last um, last hour 30 minutes for many readings if they want. Uh, I'm just going to be speaking from the spirit. And spirit said this is a vehicle to allow my divine feminine skills to be used to um, say a good word or um, mm-hmm. bring a positive thought. You know, it's all about... Mm-hmm. Building, healing, and working with people so that they can see the compassion, not the hate. Mm-hmm. Because one or of the on things, their own, even if they don't see ours, maybe it'll inspire them to tap into their authentic selves. Because it doesn't, it doesn't have to all be, you know, giggles and and love. I mean, it's it's just be yourself. You know, we want to bring something positive to the table, and that's going to come through many forms because we're many people. You know, everybody has their spin on what is positive. You know, so again, I don't want people to feel isolated thinking that we're implying it's this way or the highway because I noticed that there's a lot of that going on lately, and I don't, I I just can't get with it. I'm so past that. Well, you know, you already say, Nadia, that's the elevation of your spirit because when you can get past differences so that you can see similarities, that you can see that differences are okay because we can appreciate other people's differences from ourselves as well as appreciate Could you imagine if everybody thought the same? Like it would be out of a horror movie from the sci-fi channel. If well, we already walking, talking, dressing, Eating, we we breathing, have to look. Drink. I mean, just clones. Right, but we have mindless to look at mindless clones and mimics. We have to look at to TV. We have to look. We with what you said, I believe there's a lot of mindless clones based on the uniform dress in the um, neighborhoods less affluent, based on the neighborhood dress of those affluent. There are mindless people uh, that follow whatever fad and are linked up with the um, Twitter account of, uh, what's her name? Um, I always use her. I, but don't, I don't even have so a Twitter. But That's a bit, you know, face, Facebook is overwhelming for me between my emails, my inboxes, texting, and Facebook, that's you know, I'm I get you say you overwhelmed. So, yeah, yeah well, I'm, I'm, I'm but, but at the end of the day, my thing is 
revel in our similarities, but marvel at our differences. I say that beautifully put. That's exactly what I'm trying to say. But I'm trying to say that far too few of us really embrace that concept. I mean, we're trying to force people to be like ourselves, you know, and to imitate. Well, I know that that stems from being uncomfortable with ourselves. The only people that seek to control and mold others are people that are not at peace with themselves. So they project. And when you project, you know what starts to happen. You're not even dealing any longer with that individual or that thing or topic or whatever the case is. You've now projected your own stuff out there, and you're dealing with something in in that manner, you know, which may not always be appropriate for the occasion. So, again, with this show, because we're going to get into our show, I just want people to know, like, look, you want to call in, don't hesitate because – you're not singing the same song we are. The only thing that we're really asking people is just on a positive note, not a delusional note. <laughs> we're not asking you to call in here and be euphorically happy and pretend like there's not issues. But we're saying with anything that we're going to discuss and share and, and try to grow and learn, just try to be positive. You know, bring a positive aspect or or some positive energy to effective change. We can talk about changing things, you know, and all of that, but we're not going to wallow and start to, I don't want us to get into a, a habit of either backbiting or slandering or just speaking on things that we really, or people or practices, you know, let's, let's really try to um, just shine light on what we think enhances our this human experience or this lifetime or whatever whatever you are. You know, I don't know if you're E T calling in, but I'm saying <laughs> be, well, I think you know, that, be positive. I think that it's important that we help people to see that uh life and people are dual <clears throat> have a duality. And the duality mm-hmm. is the side that um Fights with doing the right thing for oneself. That's all we're asking you to do is do the right thing for yourself. Uh, yeah, and, that, and that's what I'm saying. We don't have to talk about it. If we live right. it, then we're doing it. So if that's not going to be a topic of the show every time we have, well, this one anyway, that I'm, no, I'm a participant of. Yeah, we don't have, really to, we don't have to talk about that. We're just going to be our positive selves. We ask that you be that way. You know, and let's enjoy ourselves. Let's get into the show. Let's start talking about some stuff, you know. But I, I wanted to put that out, Queen Mother, because I just, I have spoken to people that have told me they, they listen to our show, but they don't call because they feel like they don't have anything to bring to the table or they do their stuff a little differently, you know. And I want them to know that by all means, bring your unique self to the table, um, that's what it's about. You know, or just sit down, pull up a chair and listen and enjoy yourself. Whatever. Okay. You know, what whatever feels right for you. But, you know, just know that there's there's no uh expectations other than res- you know, respect everybody's individual choices. 
you know, and um, enjoy yourself, you know. And that's about it. I say, give thanks. So, I ask you, Queen Mother, I know um, one of the things that you said you wanted to get into during the show tonight is um, you doing a an astrological forecast, maybe for the well, week actually, for actually, I wanted to do the um, Mother Mary blessing. I'm working with the Mother Mary oracle, and we know that um, Mary is one of the aspects of God, both in the daughter and the mother. Um, aspect and she provides wisdom, knowledge and guidance for us and I did want to share the card that I drew which was Our Lady of Great Power My robes form the heavens above In my sacred feet the earth spins In my eyes the stars of the night sky are born and shine My hair forms galaxies, and in my heart, many suns burn with divine love. What is there that could be greater than I? That am all. I that am love. Any fear, any doubt, any problem or concern, I hold you in my being so vast. There's nothing more powerful than I. I am the love that is all that you are, Ashe. And uh, it goes on to explain the basis for it. Fear can loom so large at times that it might seem impossible to conquer. Doubt, despair, grief, and rage may take possession of our being. All of a sudden, there's no way out of the negativity or horror that we may be brave enough to feel. As part of our honest, emotional, human journey, we are asked to feel these challenging emotions. They are part of what helps us rally the courage and strength to make choices that are not helpful and healing to our planet whenever we can. If we cannot feel the horror of what is happening around us, we might lack Mm. the passion needed to summon all of our strength to act, to heal, to help, and to speak out. Ashe. Ashe. Well, I might have to get that deck. (laughs) It's a powerful book. I might have to get that. Yes, it's a powerful book. I got it. That was beautiful. That was so, and it was so relevant to the energy that I've been picking up today, um, just in different areas, you know, whether it be from, um, you know, my neighbor or my family or uh, clients. Yeah, clients. There's been a lot of posting going on today regarding fear and and then what's confirmation with what you just shared is I just had a long talk with my eldest about the fear of change you know in transition in life and how we shouldn't consciously fuel it 
because we'll just it, it backfires. You know, um, there'll be times where people. I'm not saying fear is not relevant, but it's a very, um, it's, a, it's a very dangerous, uh, uh, dangerous. Yeah, it's, it's it's yeah. You have to be really careful. Um, with not going over or letting yourself be paralyzed or impaired by it. Let it be inspiring, but don't be impaired by it. So that card is amazing because a lot of people, they don't know how much to engage hardship, you know, that's going on around them. Right. Like, like they don't know how much should I talk about uh, politics or or just crimes of humanity, or this or that or the other. So sometimes you get people that they overindulge those things, or they just straight up pretend like nothing's going on. And either way, you know, that's pretty bad. So I'm thinking with you bringing that up, maybe we can tie, the way, how are we going to tie out every moment of magic into that? What type of different practices, do you implement on a daily basis to help cope with fear? Like what herbs, what oils, what routines or rituals, what are some of the things that I can share what I do and maybe you can share and we can tie that into what you just shared. I say. And then and then maybe our callers can come in too and share and, and maybe inspire, you know, others or just give them a, a tidbit on different things they can do in the Well, you know, actually this has a healing and process and affirmation. So I will definitely read the healing process and affirmation to working with this card because the energy is about fear. Everybody's scared about who's going to be president. Well, not everybody because... Fear is an enemy, and I try never to allow fear to visit me. And when fear comes, I immediately put it out. I know Mm -hmm. that Mm -hmm. God, Father, and the God Mother that created me did not create me to suffer, to be in pain, to be uh, afraid of what's next, because what's next is going to be for the benefit of my destiny. And as long as I keep that message in front of me, well, I what are do the some of the things that you do? Fear. How do you put that into a practical practice? Not just with the card, because, you know, I don't know how many people have those cards. Well, no, I but I'm saying, about, like, our everyday. I wasn't talking about the card. I'm saying it's a, it is a, um, it's like being in a class for maybe 10 years of really getting yourself understanding that you create the choices and the destiny that you have before you. And it's up to you to continue to make choices that are good. Imagine, uh, it, this being well, I think sometimes we're robbed of that, though. That's what I'm saying. Like, how can we tell people not so much about how the fear comes about? Because for right. everybody, it's a little different. You know, different, it can vary. 
But what right. is common, like what can we commonly find ourselves in a place once we're confronted with the fear? What are some of the things that we can do that will, you know, through invoking our power and invoking the energy of the things that surround us, what are some of the rituals that we can suggest or or materials that will help a person once they're confronted? Well, sage is a definite good cleanser of negative energy, and it just makes the house peaceful or your space peaceful, so it removes mm-hmm. a lot of that stress. Um, now, how do you use really, your sage? When you are fearful, you have to sit down and you have to gain control of your thinking. Your thinking is what is carrying the fear. If you've made a choice that is bad in your life, this is the opportunity to pray and ask for guidance and direction. If you trust in the divine spirit that guards you, that protects you, you will know that once you invoke that prayer to the divine spirit all around you, that that is an immediate armor against fear. You know, well, and but fear can also come from another place. It's it's not always just what we think. We're not just um, no. We're not sometimes we came to, from another person. Well, not even just another person. We have a lot of things going on around us um, that can invoke the spirit of fear. We have signals that can be emitted. We have chemicals that can be put in our food and our water. That's what I'm saying. Like. Aside from the trigger, because, yeah, you you want to try to narrow down your trigger. but And then there's some people that don't pray. So, you know, that's what I'm saying. Like, right. what kind if of things pray, can we tell people if, that kind of it will appeal to a universal sense of their belief system, being that there's so many out here? Right. If they don't pray, they need to empty their mind. Because clearly mm-hmm. that's where the attack comes from, what you think, what you think. That, yeah, and, and then other things, yeah. Fear may be an energy that's in the air and around you and surrounding you, but you have to have the strength in knowing your divine resources. This is why this show is spiritual, because we believe in the power that has been given to us, no matter where it came from. It could have came from the Christians, mm-hmm. the Muslims, mm-hmm. uh, wherever it came from. We believe in that universal uh, spirit that combines and connects us all. So if we believe mm-hmm. in that, we have to recognize that the belief system can change circumstances. We can create mm-hmm. whatever. Want through our right. own energy of of what is inside of our individual bodies. That's why they say groups can do magnificent things, but also individuals can too. Mm-hmm. Well, you brought up sage. How to use your sage? Well, the sage you must clean yourself. So smudging is really about taking the person and uh, wiping around.
around them in a circular pattern to clear from the top of the head to the bottom of the feet to clear any negative energy and to so bring from the crown to the soul. I agree. Uh, that's, that's definitely um, one form, the smudging aspect with the sage. Do you have another way that you use sage? Well, um, I uh, use sage not just as a cleanser, but I use sage to start my ceremonies of whatever I'm going to do. So mm-hmm. I also use it as a uh, a ritual herb, which is... Mm-hmm. Uh, to invoke the spirits of who I call on. The thing about this show, which would probably not be helpful for atheists who maybe don't believe in a supreme power or universal power, that may be very hard for them to understand that um, whatever they believe in is what they bring into their universe, their own individual universe. Mm-hmm. We all so have de- yeah, so it's definitely universe. helpful <laughs> to to uh, have some type of faith in the ability of whatever you're working with. So that's not I just, because I, 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 um, I have clients that vary, um, they have different faiths, and um, I try to tell them, like, look, coming from your belief base, how would you use that belief and be comfortable? Because you don't want people to be uncomfortable in their practices just because you're advising them. A lot of people get caught up, like, as a seer and an advisor and a spiritual consultant, you'd want to take into consideration that it's not about you because at the end of the day, this is the person that needs results. So you have to to get to know that person it's very helpful to have some type of um, fundamental um, information, knowledge about what they practice. So if you come to me and you're a Christian, I'm not going to tell you that your book is garbage and your belief system is garbage. What we, we, what we would do is, okay, so what do you believe in? What what do right. you take away from your faith and that doctrine? And how can we use that and work with that? Because that's where you put your energy. So let's work with that. You know, you have to be universal. You have to be open and humble. That's you know, it. and that goes for if you go, if you say you have religion or if you say you're an atheist. It's not so much that atheists don't believe in anything, but they come from a different point of view they they you know they're bringing energy from a different angle so you just right. try to know what it is they you know and then you'll be able to talk to them and say okay well i know you definitely embrace science so let's come from a scientific point of view if we're going to work with let's say we're going to work with um copper let's talk about copper and its properties if we're going to work with water because you know these are things that they do embrace Right. You know, it, it's really up to that individual. If they're saying to themselves, like, I'm going to work with this stuff, or I'm seeking guidance or advice, then they're probably somewhat open to different things, you right. know, um, well, at that moment. So, like you're the, saying with the sage, let's talk about the energy of sage. 
right? And well, we, we know about when you're working with aromatherapy, how it affects the psyche, right? And then we right. know sage has been proven scientifically to cleanse and kill certain organisms. So then you have that cleansing aspect of it. Just like I saw an article recently where I think they found that frankincense scientifically cleanses the air of certain things. Forget about the spiritual aspect of it. You know, let's just talk about that. So people can feel a little bit more comfortable depending on how they're coming at stuff. You know, so the sage, you don't have to be, you know, this or that to work with the sage. It's really you acknowledging what the sage can do so you're not blocking by not having any faith in it. And then um, you're kind of lending your energy to it, and now you're manifesting your goals or your desires. With the smudging, like like you said, Ia, or um, what's the other thing you said you do with it? Uh, well, you clean or start or, and, you know, mm-hmm. cleanse the consecrate things. You know, okay. clean. And summoning. But you said, I wanna, yeah, and, I and wanna, I want to uh, just uh, reiterate what you just said and say it really clear that it doesn't matter uh, what you believe in. It does matter that you have faith in something uh, and some ability to transcend energy. And change it, transmutate it, you know, and because that is the ultimate uh, necessity to use any of the divine feminine energy is to treat it sacredly, but Mm -hmm. also to have a belief system that allows you to embrace universal principles of truth and justice. And, you know, it's 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 um, not hard for people. It's not hard for people at all. And we have to have faith that people can make their own decisions can change their own lives to make it better for them. All mm-hmm. we're trying to say really is that there is an energy, a universal energy that wants you to succeed. Otherwise, you wouldn't be here because you can imagine how many organisms that didn't make it. Mm. That's interesting. So everybody here on this planet was born to be on this planet. Everybody born in other planets was born to be on their planet. Everybody who exhibits life, you know, it has been meant to be. So we have to look at things from an objective viewpoint. You know, I did want to mention that March is Women's History Month. And I wanted to give... Oh, is that what they gave us a month? 
Yes. Yes. Black wow. Black History Month. But I want to acknowledge it because women have had tremendous strides in the um, 19th and the 20th century to move forward freedoms for themselves, because for ourselves. Because when I was growing up, uh, men were very much taken care of and they had the last word in the house and men and looking back from my little girl head, men had all the power. They got to choose everything they wanted to do. They didn't have to do chores. The only thing men had to do was work and bring their money home and tinker with their stuff. So this is what I thought as a child. So I think that um, based on the way that I was raised, that I rejected that whole thing. I rejected it, the Bible, because women didn't have things that they could do. I rejected the Islamic uh, thing because they didn't uh, give women the equality or whatever. But in rejecting them, I learned that there's different freedoms in different religions. There's different paths that people take to get to the destiny where all people have a right to be treated equally and to be given, you know, equal compensation for working and so forth. Yeah, that's true. So in in that line, that's, I that's wanna... a very broad. Yeah, that's a very broad topic, and you know, it can go in a lot of different directions based on somebody's life experiences, right, and things of that nature. So that's probably something, um, you know, you might want to think about. But I'm pretty sure you already have a platform for that where people can make well, you know, share we, with that. We we are trying to get together the Million Mothers March and Powwow. And okay, let me it, ask you this, Queen Mother, because I know a lot of our listeners are probably wondering when are we going to get to magic? Like when are we going to give them some, like, because we started off talking about fear and you shared a right. card. Time is limited, so we got to figure out how we're going to tie this all in so we can get them some, um, you know, like just share with them the things that we do regarding, um, you know, our, our practice of our magic, our every moment magic, how we try to bring that into every aspect of everything. What you're saying is really relevant right now is in regards to, um, you know, um, equality, and and bettering the quality of of life regarding gender now, how things are changing. And like we said in the beginning of the show, we're coming into our power. Right. You know, as women, things are starting to change and stuff. But I want to make sure, because we have such a limited amount of time, that we kind of give them at least a, a decent amount of info and allow them to come on and share regarding that stuff. And then maybe we can... Um, also, at some point, like incorporate the other stuff, 
But right. I just don't want us to get too far off topic because we can. It's because everything well, you say is so to... relevant and it's so important right now. Right, right. I I actually wanted to put it in a little further down the the um, down the line, but it all is relevant because the women that fought for the rights, the women's suffrage movement, the abolitionist movement, all of that. They had the power of magic. Only those people knew the magical systems. And I don't. I I, I feel that magic needs to be defined because magic is whatever you do that transmutes or transforms energy to another energy to the energy which uh, is that of aesthetically um, powerful uh, for for the individual. It's powerful for you because it the energy comes back to you and boosts your energy even further up. So I think that you should define magic. Well, well, I can give my definition. I I don't think there's one specific definition, but I can give my interpretation of what it is. But I don't want to say it mine, like it's the end-all, be-all, because that's like invalidating someone else's unique experience when dealing with power. So I can really just tell them what it's like for me. You know, um, but that might be different for you, and it doesn't. And that's not to say yours is wrong or mine's is better, and I'm exactly. right. You know that type exactly. of thing. Exactly. Yeah. That is my point exactly. Exactly. And I think by um, talking about the struggle, the the struggle even to be acknowledged as a person that has voting rights. That as as a person who is not property, I mean, there's a uh, a real history that a lot of young people do not understand because they didn't have to go through it. Like my daughters are more independent than I ever was. You understand as individuals and how they roll and. Not only them, but the children that they grew up with, you know, to to you yourself, you're different than any person that I've ever met, woman, that, you know, is so strong and powerful at your age. So I'm just saying that understanding the struggle of where you've been helps you to get to where you want to go. Mm-hmm. And that's part of the magic of understanding. Okay. So I give sacred and divine um, what would I say? Labels to everything. Mm-hmm. Because at any time, any time, something could be magical and change right. us. 
So I just wanted to get. Yeah, well, you to, definitely don't want to. You don't want to operate under the mindset of Hollywood. You know, of Hollywood and their definition of what it is. We know right. that one of the reasons that they they go about it in that manner is to make you incensed to it or to discourage you from it. You know, to make light of it or to take away validity from the top topic of energy and vibrations and transmuting. You know, one thing matter and all that kind of stuff. So, you know, you definitely don't want to get caught up in it, but we could spend the whole rest of the show going into that because we each have our own unique individual experience with what brought us to where we're at. So, you know, and then and then it's the, the hindrances, you know, the obstacles that people come up to. We could be here all night because they're, they're endless. Yeah. They're endless, and we don't want to give that too much energy because it takes away from like the people will walk away with more knowledge of us but not something you know so i'm not going to give them too much on what brought me into magic if you're familiar with our old show which was everyday magic or if i'm pretty sure if you just know eo or myself in general because we're very open about our practices um you'll you'll kind of have some type of idea about, you know, our journey or the people that we are, just how we live now, you know. And, yeah, there's so much going on around that's meant to discourage you from your personal power, you know. So that's something to keep in mind when you're doing all these practices. But, again, I want to give them some concrete – I want them to know, all right, we're talking about how we think and how we feel, but mm-hmm. the the whole purpose of the every moment of magic or every magic moment is okay. So that's how we think and we feel. So what do we do about it? Because I don't, you know, I don't want people to think I'm here. To pre- I'm not preaching, and I'm I'm just speaking for myself, not you. I'm saying I'm not here to preach, and I'm not here to teach. I'm just here to share with you. I say. You know, so I'm not going to go hard on well. I think and I feel. I'm just going to tell you, or I know, I I just want people to, look, this is what I do, and these are the results that I get when I do this. These are the things that I use. This is, you know, this works for me. What works for you? Does this give you some ideas? Because so many people are like, you know, what you do sounds good, but I don't know where to begin. They're like, where do I even begin? And I don't want them to feel turned off because I'm not going to instruct you to begin as I begin or how I, you know, how things be done for me. I just want you to know this is what I'm doing. That can be different for you, but I'm pretty sure me sharing with you will give you an idea as to how maybe to do your thing, your way, under the guise of what you think. It's not about how I grew up. It's not about... You know, it's not about none of that. It's about, look, this is what I feel when I do such and such, and these are the results that I get, you know, and there's a basis behind that. So I want us to, because I can feel them. I don't even know how many people are online because I'm not in front of the board as you, but I can feel people like, tell me something, like, what do you do? What can I do? I feel fear. What can I do? Well, What do you use? You use a floor wash? How do you use that? There's three things that I mm-hmm. uh, wrote down today, and the first is awareness. 
to be aware that the energy Definitely. of transformation magic exists. Definitely. The second one is acknowledgement, to acknowledge the use of it. You know, in your mm-hmm. everyday, mm-hmm. you have to be able to see yourself doing it. And mm-hmm. last but not least is self-elevation. Just don't find the information, but elevate your spirit so that you can use the information. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And one of the things that makes it possible for people to even talk about magic, you know, all of that was ludicrous and people made fun of you and they took you to a new you know, to uh, shame, guilt and shame if you used it. And one of the reasons is because of the divine feminine energy that came Definitely. with the 21st century. And mm-hmm. I wanted to cover uh, what this energy is, why this energy is important, and then cover specifically about the parts of this energy that allow us to know that it has existed for all times. We just haven't been able to tap into it. So with that, I would like to ask you to um, share with us um, what you think the divine energy is divine feminine energy yes or just divine I energy think. in general i'm sorry i meant oh. divine feminine energy Divine Forgive. feminine energy um mm-hmm. what that is to me it is the power to love it is the power to create the power to destroy um, uh, uh, to nurture. I mean, that's what it is to to operate from a place of supreme productivity on on all levels. Okay. It's for me. It's the water. It's the wind. It's the trees. It's the soil. It's it it can it can go from a tear to the fluid in the womb. Um, it's just all encompassing. Is is what that is to me, and I don't limit it to good and bad. Um, it just is. You know it's. I don't want to say it's it's without form, but as far as how it's used is up to the individual. How it's perceived is really up to the individual because what one person thinks is negative, um, to another person it's necessity. It's part of, of you know, a divine system. You know, um, someone posted a little uh, clip to my page today um a brilliant brother, and he was addressing that women, well, this is what I got from it. I haven't spoken to him yet to find out if this is what he was really implying, 
But what I got from the take is that the concept of one being a goddess came from men telling women this with an agenda for sex. Right. And my my response to that is you regarding yourself as a goddess should not come from another person anyway. Like who are they to define your divineness? Now they can speculate on your behavior, but your essence I don't know about that. And this is not this is not just um this doesn't just pertain to one gender. So I don't think it's just women walking around with an idea that there's something they're not because somebody used it as a hustle. Right. You know, and and that's kind of, and I, I think a lot of brothers feel that way. Like, oh, you know, so-and-so only told you that because they want to sleep with you. But in reality, that has nothing to do with who and what you are anyway. What is not used as a hustle or forms of manipulation or influence? I could say that about religion. I could say that about anything that's advertised, you know, it's like, or debated, you know, who knows what someone's agenda is when using things. But I would like to think that my sisters do not um, regard themselves as this or that based upon what any man has to say. Especially when applying, when, when referring to the divine feminine and your power and your energy. Can he be your cheerleader, <laughs> or you know, or your your hype man or something? That's fine, but for him to be your source of identity, that's very dangerous. And the same thing for a man. You you don't you shouldn't think you are something based upon what some woman tells you. Not when it comes to your spirituality, your essence. That shouldn't be, you know, that should come from within. Or you should you should draw from divineness itself, itself, such as nature. You know, I would, I would say tap into some divine energy, not a, a person, you know, their opinions. Half, half of the people don't know what they are. They can't even define themselves. So they can't define you. A man should not be telling a woman what she is or how she should be. That's why we're in the predicament we're in now. You know, like, no, that's that's bad. So I don't think it's about, um, I don't think it's just about men and women in general who want to have sex or, you know, stuff like that. It's, it's so much bigger than that. And it's not, that that problem is not specific to a, a gender. It really just addresses behavior, egos, you know, victims and predators and, you know, all that kind of stuff. But, you know, because the, you'll have some sisters that will hear that and they'll think to themselves like, so I was never a goddess to begin with? <clears throat> Why would you think that? Because you found out the person who said something had a, an agenda? You know, my son asked me today, he was like, well, there's some women that aren't. 
And I said, I don't know about that. One, I don't think that's your place to say that. I said, but I think what you're commenting on is someone's behavior. A duck could act like a cat. What if a duck says meow? You know, like, so you can comment on what the duck did, but you can't say, oh, you're not a duck. You know, it's just, it's like people are just so caught up in labeling others. Worry about yourself. Go inward and do your thing. You know what I'm saying? Because that can take away from your magic. I mean, I think this is just me guessing. I estimate 90% of my family and so-called friends, associates, or whatever, they think I'm crazy. Because they're like, well, what is she talking about this magic? Again, I don't even know what their what their uh, interpretation of that is. And they don't respect me enough to even sit down and talk to me. Or they would find out. It's not that they have to believe in what I believe, but they would realize, like, oh, there's a method to why she's thinking the way she thinks. I, I thought she was coming from, you know, what I saw in the movies or, or this or that. And it's like, no, that's not what's going on here. I don't I don't think I can fly on the broom. <laughs> you know, I don't think I'm a green with a mole on my nose. You know, just silly stuff like that. But they're very quick to dismiss when you use the word magic because that word has been used to actually dumb down the masses. Exactly. Even if you say power exactly. and these are the terms that they're very yeah, these are terms that people are very uncomfortable with, you know, and then you don't usually hear that in traditional faith unless you're applying it to a supreme being. There's not too many of these orthodox religions that when using words of power and change and creation do they use that in the same context when talking about a person as opposed to this God or goddess, singular? You know what I'm saying? So I think that's where people start to um, maybe conflict or, you know, they're no longer relating to each other because they've already been um, programmed that when using those type of terms or even thinking along those lines, we're not capable without another being or this uh, God or goddess, you know, as opposed to thinking maybe online along the lines of attributes, uh, the archetype. You know, people start to think of this one thing. So that kind of cuts off their willingness to tap into either their individual power or to be comfortable with someone that's tapping into theirs. So you think you don't have any power. You assume I don't have any power because I don't believe in the same deity as you. And communication breaks down and, and, you know, and our ability to manifest collectively. All that stuff starts to happen. So that goes back to what people think and how they um, implement the stuff that they learn or they hear or what they're taught or whatever the case may be. So you so have to also, be like really, you have to be really so humble. It's very important to know the history. It's very important to 
you know, to have a um, understanding of what you're going to do, you know, in terms yeah, have of faith in what you're doing. Have some knowledge about it. Definitely, that goes with anything. If you order, if you order a new stove in your house. You you might want to read the brochure that comes with your stove, so you don't blow yourself up. True. You know, and and you are confident on how to work it, right? So the same right. thing goes with whatever form that you choose to manifest your ability to bring about effective change in anything. Okay, so like you brought up fear earlier. For myself, I study, and I've worked with different herbs different aromas, different colors, because you have color therapy. You have all types of things. So I work with these things, and I say, hey, when I use this, this is what happens. So how can I use this to help me? Today I had some anxiety over something going on, so I decided to diffuse. Um, What did I diffuse? I diffused patchouli. And lavender mm. for myself. Very and it nice. helps to calm me. I put on, um, I have different color light bulbs. So I put on a soft pink light bulb. That's my color therapy. That's one of my every moment magic. You know, you don't have to, for everybody, you don't have to whip out a cauldron. You can use things just around the house that you know of. Here's another example. When you were coming up, there were different smells in your home that may comfort you, right? A lot of people think back to, oh, I remember when mama would make chicken soup. Well, I remember when she would make blueberry muffins, and I felt so safe and calm and this or that and the other, right? Those things affected. You started to associate emotions with that particular aroma. So... What's to stop you from recreating that? Because it's in your mind. And once you do that, now you're changing the energy that you're putting out, which is effectively changing your environment. So it's like a chain reaction. My grandmother cleaned everything with King Pine. Now, she's transitioned from this life physically. Okay. So what I do is I whip out my king pine and I mop my floor. She's instantly there with me now. Or the sensation of her being there. And what did that represent? She was safety for me. She was wisdom. She was guidance. She was nurturing. She was loving. So I've just brought that element into my environment. Now I use that. For you it might be something else. You know, whatever you associate with that what what helped you create that in your mind what helped you manifest that energy outside of yourself see we say magic you can call it whatever you want you don't have to say magic if you're not comfortable with it but it's about causing effective change within and around you the ability to project and the ability to draw to you by using what you have, what has been given to us, what already exists. 
I say we have sage. a call. I use sage on. as well. Okay. We have a call Great. on. Or somebody right. raised their hand because we had a call on. We have a call call on, but people are not raising their okay. hand. Press okay. one to speak. Uh, greetings and blessings. Greetings. 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 How are you all doing t- this evening? Good. You got a. I'm feeling um, great. I say. I'm do- You know what? I really. My purpose for calling in is I just want to thank you, sisters, for. Um giving honor and paying homage to the divine feminine. It warms my heart when I read the invite and the wording is so exact and it's so um, very necessary right now where you said, and I don't know who, who placed that there, but you said that we, we, we are in a sense calling on the divine feminine to rid our communities of these degenerate enemies or degenerate spirits. Mm-hmm. You know, we're okay. wanting to we're we're wanting to free our children and women from the repression and the abuse that is going on. And I find that so many of us we don't want to acknowledge that women and children are suffering in silence mm-hmm. in the communities. So I want you all to know I see you, I appreciate you. And I, I just wish that you could be heard all over these United States because I, I think, I feel especially with black women, we are we are intimidated um, as it mm-hmm. relates to the divine feminine. We don't want to be seen as, you know, uh, bossy or mm-hmm. um, a feral or a sister with too much mouth or if you're an intelligent sister like you ladies are, then they accuse you of feminism and so many other things. Mm-hmm. When really that's, that's what you are doing. Psychology. Mm-hmm. Yes, and, and when really what you are doing is what brought peace to the earth and to the universe exactly. since creation. Since creation, the universe is feminine. The earth, Mutnetter, mm-hmm. is feminine. And women bring peace. Women are anabolic. So they provide nurturing and they provide environments where children can grow, where adults, the elderly, everybody can grow in an environment where the women are comfortable. And I I just want to say I thank you all because we we need for more women to understand that you've got to take your place. You you know, this patriarchy has gotten out of hand, all of these wars, all of this killing, all of this violence. Suffering. That's right. And then they'll and you know what they'll say? They'll say when 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 men begin to argue and fight, they'll say, um, yeah, but you're being feminist. You're being feminine or you're being a <laughs> bee. You know what I'm trying to say. Yeah. But that is not yeah. female behavior. That fighting and all that, that is that is degenerate behavior. So mm-hmm. I'm I'm listening to you all and I want you to know I hear you and I believe in magic. Magic comes from the mind. Of the original mm-hmm. solar sisters, those original black mamas, they were the magi. So Thank we you. need to understand magic is not Superman flying through the sky. Magic right. is the intelligence, and like you said, using the tools that you have available to you, magic is, guess what it is? It is wisdom, and wisdom is the correct application of knowledge. So magic doesn't mean watch me pull a rabbit out of my hat. I say. It is using, it is using 
<laughs> exactly. It, it is nothing using... tricky about us. That's right. Exactly. No, it's not. No, magic is using the intelligence that the great black mama gave you. So we, we need to stop being afraid to come into our own original orientations of divine feminine because that's what begets peace. Well, you know, we have to know. And I want you to know, sis, we're grateful for you, too, because you're lending us your energy. I see. It's like pooling our resources together. And and even though they may differ in in their fundamental, uh, how we implement it, the, the essence of it is still the same, and it is that divine feminine energy to create to bring things about, to bring things, you know, bring change about, to innovate, inspire, nurture, and, and destroy the wisdom, you know, what is destroy. not working. Destroy exactly. what is not working. Sister right. girl, what, queen, what is your name? Because you said a mouthful. I got to just stand is, the screen. My name is Ocean. Wow, He's thank Ocean. you, Ocean. We well, are very welcome. You're very we welcome. We love that you called in because um in in discussing the divine feminine, um, you know, there's so many images of her as uh Nadia was saying mm-hmm. that are so wrong. What do you think? is a positive image of our divine energy that's on the earth right now. Intelligence. And I say that because I'm mindful of Sophia. I'm mm. mindful of I'm I'm mindful of the institutions that our ancestral mothers laid down for the foundations right. of humanity. I'm mindful that people get higher education because of what those ancient African mothers laid down. They charted the stars. You understand what I'm saying? They made it so people could understand the heavenlies, the cosmos. So it is intelligence, and I want for young women to understand that the, the this mind that we have to reckon with, we are able to, to vibrate on higher frequencies because of the knowledge and the wisdom the magic and the alchemy that ancient African mm-hmm. women laid down several, I mean, millions of years ago. And I know it sounds mm-hmm. far-fetched when I say millions, but I, I, I need for this black woman to really research and study herself. That's right. Because yeah. what what the information that is out here now is contrary to who she actually is. So that's why I, I speak truth to the black woman's hidden power, which is intelligence. And there are there are black women who have only gone to the sixth grade, but you can ask them the most profound questions, and they will answer them. I've seen this before. I've experienced well, I'll share it. this with you, sis. I dropped out of school in eighth grade several years later. I came back and went and got my GED and went on to a four-year university, which I ended up dropping out of as well. Um, 
uh, formerly I had mentioned in another show, I basically grew up in a home by myself from the age of eight. So, I mean, what grade is that when you're eight? Thirteen. That's third grade? Third grade, yeah. Third grade. So I I took <clears throat> myself to school until eighth grade with mm. nobody you taking me to school. Eight so to what 13. we're capable, we, we are not limited no, in our divineness by our circumstances alone. There are other elements that contribute to our journey outside of ourselves, such as our ancestral influences that walk with us, that guide us and protect us and advise us. Then you have the people in your community that may inspire you to push on because I saw beautiful people. I saw the good and the bad, the beautiful and the ugly. And I took what I needed and I kept it moving. Um, I made a conscious choice not to give in to my circumstances, you know, and it's it's sisters such as yourself who speak in the manner in which you do that let me know there are options out here. I do not have to be a reflection nor a product of my physical worldly environment. There's another side to myself. So the plus side was not having anyone around to tell me what I couldn't be or what didn't exist or what didn't make sense. I had very little uh, influence in regards to patriarchy. I attribute a lot of who I am to the fact that there was nobody around to enforce patriarchy in my life. Through I, my I growth say this process. To you. Listening to you, and I've, I've dealt with, and when I say dealt with, I mean lectured. I've lectured to so many sisters who have mm-hmm. your very same experience. And I want to tell you this from the every crack and crevice of my heart, that I've known for a long time that those girls who grow into womanhood, who had to raise and fend for themselves, are always the most resilient. They are always the most resilient. And I ask myself, why is this? And I'm going to tell you why it is. Because there is something about this divine feminine that it's on the inside of your very DNA. It's Mm -hmm. intrinsic. It's intrinsic. Do you hear me? If you had never gone to school, you would still have the level of intelligence that you have. But what the school did was it just brought it to your remembrance in another aspect. Do you feel what I'm saying? Yeah, so it was instrumental. When you, That's right. When you, when you were fending for yourself, what you were doing was you were building emotional infrastructures that you were going to need later on. I, I speak to women who are who are 40 through 60 years of age who grew up in nurturing homes who are so broken and wounded that it breaks my heart. So there's something to be said about these women before you even shared your story with me. I, I had in my mind one of those sisters who never got past eighth grade, and I asked her some very profound questions because I had read about this innate intrinsic intelligence that black women have. 
And I put those questions to her, and she asked them to me. And it, I was so startled. I said, well, how do you know that? And you know what she told me? She says, I've always known that. I don't know how mm-hmm. I know it. That's but right. But I have always known it. Okay. And I'm not talking about I didn't ask her why does it rain. I asked her some very powerful information. I had to research for years about the history of the black woman as far as DNA is concerned, as far as the matriarchal suppression is concerned. And she answered me straightly, looked me right in my face and answered me. So what am I saying to you? I'm saying to you, where that experience, of raising yourself from eight years old like you wear your skin. That's a badge of honor. That's your stripes right there. Mm-hmm. You see, because when, you, when you're when you in the company of other women and they tell you they grew up with two parents in that what we call a nuclear household, when they're, when they're telling you that, what they are telling you is that I grew up in an environment with helicopter parents, I grew up in a space where I didn't have to fend for myself. I wasn't experiencing life until later on in life. But but and and so that's what they're telling you. And it's a it's not mm-hmm. a bad thing, but I'm saying for the sisters who are talking to us, standing on their own square, in their righteous minds and they are powerful, you understand those are the Jedi. That's what yes. I'm saying. Those are the ones yes. who had to, the universe yes. had to send somebody for their words. You see, so when you come in contact right. with them, when you come in contact uh, with them, they have something to say to you. Those are, the, those are the sisters that I listen to, and I tell people this all the time, and they say, well, that doesn't make any sense. What can they teach you? They teach me the stuff that I have to search years for. So you, and you have to knowing, speaking, That's right. Yeah, you have to keep speaking truth to that hidden intelligent power of the black woman. I'll say. And it's there. Definitely. I'll say. That's right. So Ocean was disconnected, unfortunately. She was Uh, on the computer. But Ocean, please call back in because that was magnificent because you are a Jedi. I know you're a Jedi. And uh, she know it. Oh, here she comes. She's back here. Well, I you know said. what, sis? I'm going to say this, um, Ia. Mm-hmm. Um, to the effects of what the sister was sharing and, and enlightening us on, one of the other things that I found in my walk, in this journey thus far, without having too many outside influences to program me, What I've experienced in many lifetimes was able to find itself. I was able to find my way back to it, or I didn't lose it in the journey somewhere. I see. So I say that because going back to magic, our power, right, and our abilities, we come into this world with the knowing. It's only through different you know, venues or or experiences that we lose that knowledge or it's discredited. That instinct is discredited. And that's when we start to come into doubt and question ourselves. 
So it's it, a lot of times it's, it falls on the individual as how they're going to interpret their experiences. And it, it's so different for so many of us. And like the Sister Ocean said, it's very important that we share that. Because sometimes people need to just hear that. They need to know that. Yeah, there's, a, there's an echo. Do you hear it? Yes. Uh, Ocean, do you have the show on as well? No, I do not. Oh. Can you hear me? Yes, yes, we can hear you. Okay. No, I don't yeah. have anything. I don't have anything on. I'm. I'm just. I can hear you all clearly. Okay. Because okay. well, as I talk, I hear an echo, and I'm hoping you guys don't hear that. But I don't no, hear I an hear. echo. You know, I hear. it's just. I, I'm. You know, and I know it sounds grateful. I mean, um, crazy to some people, but I'm grateful for every aspect of me coming up, the good and the bad. I can see how it helped to mold and shape me, and I can see how it allowed me to tap into the divine feminine, thus aiding me in my growth. You know, what was already set forth before me to help guide me. It's like a it's a universal guiding mechanism. It's, it's almost like a tracking device is out there, and it's it's our ancestors. That's how I regard them in a way, or tracking devices. We, you know, this 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 soul, this spirit of ours. You know, Can it, I? It, I, I want to say this to you. It's it's an it's what we call an uninterrupted reality, meaning that because you didn't have that traditional family, mm-hmm. and you weren't exposed to a whole bunch of stuff, you didn't have the stimuli that many children have that discourages them. You see, children who fend for themselves are big dreamers, and dreaming is necessary for us. It's extremely necessary, and it's extremely necessary to have a strong um, mind that can create fantasy for you because when we go to sleep, it's that fantasy that our subconscious mind works with. See, if you... If you if you read or whatever you take in prior to going to sleep and you sleep on it, it imparts it into your conscious mind. So you wake up the next day knowing a little bit more about something and you, you don't realize why, but your subconscious went to work on it. You see what yes, I'm saying? Yes, so, yes. And we, we have to understand that there is a resonance. There is a resonance, a mind or a spirit, if you will, that is innate within us. Even if we are not given um, attention that that other women get, even if even though we have been mistreated and subjugated, there is still a spirit on the inside of this woman that that stands. And and a lot of you all do not understand. This is why people don't like you. Because that perseverance, they want to know how it, how are you still smiling? We, do you understand what I'm yeah. saying? I yeah, say. It angers them. It angers it, them. It, yeah. I have I I get a lot of uh, people that, and I'm talking about these are people that I love some blood, you know, and they'll enjoy my smile while resenting it at the same time. You know, like how can you be happy? after what you've been through, 
Or how can you be happy? You don't have what I have. You don't think the way I think. You don't walk and talk the way I do. And this goes this goes even further because we have a lot of that in our community with people that consider themselves quote unquote conscious. You know, well I'm a conscious sister, you know, I, I'm vegetarian, I do my yoga, I do this, that and the other and they see you walking in your authentic self but you don't adhere to their lifestyle and they may see a light in you and they can't figure out, well, how are you maintaining that because you're not living the way I live and we all know the way I live is the right way to live. And that keeps us separated. I say. And, you know, that interferes with our ability to come together as a collective, you know, to bring about a, a grand change. So I think that's something else we have to, even with with everyday magic, you know, you have people that will laugh, you know, sneer, whatever the case, you're telling them that you smudge with sage, and they're like, yeah, okay, right. It's like, see, you've already just cut off our ability to communicate right there. Your ego has intervened, or your insecurities, you know, and you're not even walking away from this what you should, which is not to mimic me, but just the ability to manifest as an individual positive, effective change by using that spirit, Sister Ocean, that you're speaking of that doesn't just reside within us, but resides within the things around us, such as that tree, that leaf, that drop of water, that raindrop, that breeze, all those things that contain a spirit of wisdom and balance within it. That's what people have to, you know, it's like let's let's utilize those things. Let's respect those things within ourselves and around us, and let's draw on that power and that wisdom that is eternal. Like you said, millions of years. There's a knowing. My husband always asks me, how do you know that? And I'm like, because I know because the answer is inside of me. It's not in one of my books. That's why I'm able to do that. He's like, how could you do that? How did you know that? Because I I just, you know, it's in me. I don't need confirmation from, you know, Dr. So-and-so. I don't need confirmation from my local politician. You know, the Women's Guild or, you know, the brothers panel of all knowing I like I don't it doesn't even come from there. How do I know that? Because I spend so much time alone with nothing to draw from but myself. And if I can do that, that's what we all have access to. It's a choice that gets interrupted by different things. Be it chemical you know, media, whatever the case may be, you know, your parents, your friends, you know, um, what do they call it, uh, peer pressure. You know, just so many different things. But I feel like there's a shift going on, you know, and a lot of sisters and brothers as well are starting to say, the nature of things that are going on right now is reversed. It's like, this is not how you can just feel it. Like, this is the complete opposite of what would help 
us, what we'll benefit from, what we'll grow and regain knowledge of self from. And and a lot of people are seeking to take it back to the true essence of creation, you know, just on different levels. This this is such a great forum. E, I want to thank you for coming up with the concept of doing the show and all the other shows that you do because it gives us a platform to share and to reconsider things that we may have taken for granted or there's a lot of us thinking that we're alone, we're walking this path alone and like Sister Ocean will call in or somebody else and and we'll say, hey, wait a minute, I'm not so alone. You know, so how did that person know? How how did that person know what I'm going through? How are they living what I live? Then that means it's bigger than your surroundings and it's bigger than your personal experiences. There's a universal change and energy that exists, a wisdom, an ancient wisdom that exists that we can tap into and and it can become a shared experience all of us and it can be comforting and it can be uplifting it can fill us with courage and hope and dreams dream new things dream the dream you dared not dream because you were scared like here's your proof that it's it's possible you know so this is this is really a beautiful thing that's going on Anybody wants to speak, press one. Uh, yeah, you're breaking up pretty bad. When I um, hear confirmation, because it's not just myself, it's so many women on the planet that we have awareness. And once we acknowledge it and we say we got the power and this is what we're going to do with our power, we're on it you know, as a group and as a working, cooperative collaboration, you know, a community of 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 women and men seeking to change how we do things on earth because we definitely have to honor our mother who is earth and all the resources that she provides to us that um, they have created so much commerce with. So that we know that these things are changing. It's just a question of holding on to your faith and not allowing fear to dominate your life. You know, I love what you were saying, um, Nadia, about the color, you know, changing colors. If you're uh, nervous, do not wear red or black. Uh, white or light clothes should be worn. And stay out of places that you know that you could be a victim. <laughs> you know? It's, well, it's, not even that, like, too, with um, because we're constantly discovering the uses and effects of things. And they, they tend sometimes to vary. So we don't want to tell someone, like, ultimately red will bring that about to you. But t- the, the the thing is, how do you feel? Like, take notice to how you feel when, how did I come up with the fact of putting on a soft pink light bulb? 
because I've done it before and I realized how tranquil my envi- excuse me, my environment feels, that type of thing. Um, how did I know that specific scent would bring about feelings of comfort and safety to acknowledge pre past experiences and incorporate things I've read? You know, and I listen to other people's experiences. It's a collective of different things. You don't want to limit yourself just to what that book said or that practitioner said. Again, it goes back to you. What do you feel? What appeals to you? I have clients that absolutely loathe the smell of Lang Lang. Of what? Um. I don't even, I hope I'm pronouncing it right. Lang Lang. Okay. Y-L-A-N-G. Yeah. 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 Right. Okay. So I have some clients that they're like, that's disgusting. I've had them look like they were going to hurl the bottle uh, across the room. And I'm like, hold up, hold up. (laughs) I'm like, wait a minute. So I did some research after, you know, when I kept coming across that. And so when I was able to, make the connection between the yin and the yang and, you know, male and feminine energies and that herb and how if someone tends to lean more towards one, they find that smell disturbing. So that smell is good with um, diagnosing an imbalance in certain things going on with a person, as with a lot of our herbs and uh, sounds and colors, you know, when you incorporate them. So, I, you know, I was able to learn, like, okay, right. this is not, well, even though this I, herb is used to bring about certain feelings, it might not do that in that person because they have something internally going on, and only you're going to know that. That's like when you go to a doctor, oh, they only know what you tell them. I mean, as far as you're, the, you're their biggest asset in diagnosing. Right. But... Can so I just say, goes to magic. Right. Can I go back to the colors of red and black and why sure. people who are operating with fear shouldn't wear? Red denotes okay. courage and it, it it gives a sense of of accomplishment and victory and su- success. And if you mm-hmm. have a fear in you, these are oh. uh, Aspects are normally challenging the people, especially male energy, real that double XL energy. Men have a tendency to direct conflict. So you don't want conflict. So it's not just stay away from it. It's stay away from it if you have a problem with, okay, If you're feeling fearful, you know, if you're not feeling positive. If you're not comfortable with being victorious. And successful, right. and exactly. all those. Okay, see, see now that. Can, can you repeat that? I didn't hear what you. I didn't hear what you said. Um, when you said that, you said men project. I, I, I didn't hear you clearly. I'm sorry. The men, they um, will go and project that masculine energy, and so that that engages a conflict, and you know. The deep male male, the ones that have that imbalance, they um, have a tendency to be argumentative, arrogant, and so forth. So that color draws them. It's like a challenge. 
It's like throwing the red in front of the book. So mm. I'm saying mm. that wow, red that's and black, yeah. black denotes mystery and hidden. So for people who are always searching to uncover mysterious things or mysteries or whatever, that will get you in line with those type of people who are usually cunning. So all I'm saying is that um, when you wear colors, uh, if you're feeling fearful, white or light colors would be more helpful because Break they... Break that down. Um, now tell them why the white would be helpful. The white is because it allows the purification and the emptiness of color, no no emotion whatsoever. It's clarity. It's just clear thinking because you are not obstructed by any of the energies that come out that might be aggressive or white. So you feel it's the, not concealing. Exactly. So it's not, well, well, okay. Can I please ask you a question about color? Because I know how important color is, and this is yes, very profound for me. I don't like white. And I don't Me it's just not gonna be a color that I'm gonna choose. But I love every shade of blue and black. I, I blue I can do blue. And blue is mm-hmm. just my favorite color. It, I feel good. Um with blue, it could be navy, it could be turquoise, slate. So what is it with the color blue? What is up with the color blue? Well, your name for one, <laughs> Ocean. You have that that energy completely under its care, and just even listening to the um, you know energy that you share with Nadia, it could you could tell that you're a caregiver, a a carer, compassionate, deeply compassionate, and uh, someone who thank you. You know, a healer. So blue is a color of healing. So when you walk yes, with is. blue, you're kind of healing. And white uh, also, um, it it doesn't allow you to be as um, close to others as you would like because white, oh, you know, wow. most people look like a barrier. And it's so, yeah, yeah, it is. It makes sense. Yeah, it, it yeah, makes. I, sense. I don't, I don't do well either with white. I don't like white walls. You know, I don't. You know, wearing white. I, that's something I do very rarely. People tease me because I'm quite a colorful character. You know, but I, I attribute that back to my Pisces and Gemini energy. But um, like blue also. Um, blue also is known to create an atmosphere for growth and and um and life. It's a color associated with that too as well. So that can be another reason that you're drawn to blue. And I to, to, to you know like to try to give people examples. What is the ocean to you? Think of a blue ocean, right? Or how it's exactly. that's one of the colors exactly. that they emphasize in posters when you're on vacation. They show you that blue. 
You know, there's something about that blue that says come and be safe and relax and stress-free. That yes. those blue waters, it's tranquility. You know, it, it's yes. so much to that. So, and, you know, I, and it's you know, very I, I am blue. Just, I am just humbled to hear you all speak about colors. It's fascinating for me because I, I often tell sisters, you know, even though we have this innate energy and intelligence, we all have our posts and our specialties. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I, I I have to admit, you know, color is not one. As a cosmos, it's, it's not one. But I do research heavily into the esoteric and exoteric of the black mm-hmm. woman's original history. So So that's my thing. So sometimes I can seem one-dimensional. But it's because I, I have to study that that literature mm-hmm. heavily because I mean for this woman to know who she is. And I want to touch upon what you guys were saying earlier about how, um, you know, oftentimes we get led astray and, and we're doing things or we get in environments that are dangerous for us or we get in relationships that beat us down and take so much time out of our lives. But I want to say this to the sisters who are listening. There's something called discernment. It's discernment. And discernment is your personal judgment that is on the inside of you while you're in your mama's womb even. It's not something that somebody gave you that you learned watching Sesame Street. Your discernment skills is the judgment that the universal mama gave you. And we are taught, like the sister said, you come here knowing it because guess what? You ever tried to give a baby something and they turn their head, they spit it out, they hate it? How do they know they don't like that? How do they know? Or, they or how about it. you don't even want to be held by certain people? <laughs> there you go. That's all I'm saying. It's called discernment skills. And I want to impress upon sisters to listen to your inner self. And and when the sister was saying she she got a lot from being by herself, that's what we call uninterrupted reality. And we call it that. Because there's no outside influence telling you, um, you skinny, or you fat, or you pretty, or you ugly, well, that's or stupid, it would be nice that's if impossible. you had bigger breasts, or if your hair were, mm-hmm. you understand, that's outside mm-hmm. stimuli. But when you are by yourself, and you, are, you only have your righteous mind to deal with, you can come up with remedies for yourself. So what am I saying? I'm saying, sisters, you ever hear the old folks say, I should have followed my first mind. What they're saying is I should have listened to my inner self, my my uninterrupted reality that told me don't get in this car with this brother. Something about this ain't right. Mm -hmm. Follow that. Follow that. And not only that. Oh, girl, you funny acting. Yeah. Well, that's what I was getting ready to say. Uh, I, I implore, you know, the sisters, Acknowledge if your stuff is messed up. Pose that on somebody else because you're scared. Use some of the things we're suggesting tonight. Smudge yourself. You know, smoke out your house. Take a nice sea salt bath. Clear off that negative energy. Pause before you open your mouth. We How do a lot of people deal with fear? They become aggressive towards others, right? So... If you see a sister, don't don't try to discourage her from loving herself. 
Don't try to discover trust from using her own abilities to discern something because you may feel some type of guilt or fear about how you didn't utilize that ability. Don't be so quick to to, uh, discredit and discourage another person's individual walk and journey. Take the brothers out of the equation for a moment when it comes to that. We really have more effect on each other than any man or ever could at the end of the day. Because we are the great mothers. Don't put your sister down. Don't knock her. Don't beat her up. Her walk is her walk for a reason. Be a light. Just shine your light. But don't try to define hers and limit it or interpret it and force that interpretation upon her. As her sister, you are doing a great disservice because your energy has much more of an effect on her than anything else. We are our worst enemies at the end of the day because we embrace the patriarchal rhetoric and all that other garbage. Even if you still are on your journey with healing and um, identifying yourself, you know, and coming out from under the, the, the rule of patriarchy and the theories and this, that, and the other, that's fine. But, you know, by all means, like, don't, don't beat your sister up. Don't pull her back with you if you see her making strides. Don't define her beauty by telling her she's too fat or her hair too. Hey, if a sister wants to perm her hair, let her perm. Like, listen, really? Exactly. Exactly. You know, don't yes. do that. Don't, don't tell her she's a whore. You don't know who's been up in her. You don't know what's been done to her. And you're going to come and define her sexuality, what she should wear, how she should walk, how she should talk. You're loose. You're this. Listen, the best thing that you could do is set an example and walk upright and be the best you. That's your attempt. That's your help to your system. Not the criticism. Okay. Greetings, queen, king. Greetings. Good evening, greetings. Oh, it was, um, I was calling because you are such a blessing to my soul, and this is what we need daily. So I would like to thank you all and so grateful for your vocals. Thank you, sis, for calling in and, and letting that energy to us. I say. I say. This is what it's about. We at a Queen's Roundtable, and we are passing the magic around, and we're strengthening ourselves in the process. Walk in your authenticity. Be your authentic self and, and you know, allow people to walk in theirs. Let's, let's be supportive to each other. And I'm not talking about encouraging um, someone to be disillusioned, not, you know, like, you know, uh, just being a, a helpmate in their dysfunction. That's not what I'm talking about. But it's having the wisdom of knowing when to speak, when not to speak, when to listen, and when to um, when to allow someone, your sister, to come into her own knowing by you just being an example of something positive. It may not be your method, but it's your end result that matters the most because methods vary. 
Don't turn your back on your sister. Don't beat her. And, you know, it's, it's a lot of sisters walking around and they feel bad about themselves. What do they do? They beat up somebody else. They beat down their spirit. You know, and their attempts to better themselves. We have to stop doing that. If You know, let somebody practice their magic. That's if you it. don't agree, that's fine. And if it's beautiful, let that sister know that's beautiful what you do. That that's inspirational. Let's have some positive reinforcement. Mm-hmm. I say. You know. I want to say that we have eleven minutes and twenty two seconds, and I just really want to take the time to thank Queen Mother for Real Media for allowing us to have this show, and uh, to thank you, Nadia, because you are. A beautiful soul. I love you. Uh, I want to thank all of you. I'm going to mute out your uh, mic once uh, I I open them up so everybody can get a chance to speak. And we'll go from the last person that uh, called in to uh, that that were uh, asked to speak to Ocean to uh, Nadia. And then we'll end the show. But this has been magnificent. Thank you so much. Okay, so, so uh, should I just go ahead and give a quick closing statement? Is that what I should do? Well, I was waiting for our uh, person who called in from, I think, Fort, oh, Fort okay. of Florida, right? No. Georgia. Oh, Georgia. Georgia. Oh.
This yes, is a right. universal global movement. That's what the divine feminine is. That's what people don't understand. We transcend the flesh. Yeah. We transcend time. We transcend material. That's the beautiful thing about being born into this sisterhood. Like for me, that is such an indication of how I do have something good and great going in my life because I was born a woman. That's yeah. it. Is there anything great on this planet? Is there anything more powerful? Who can bring about change from within inception in the womb but us? We house the soul. We're the well of souls. The same elements in in outer space reside within your womb, that triple darkness. And the elements in you, if you notice about yourself, You'll conduct yourself differently, and you will not let things happen to yourself, the things that we can control, because there are a lot of us who are victims, you know, of circumstance. But for those of us and the things that we can control, we say, no, I'm great. I'm great from the tip of my toe to the crown of my head. That's right. Look what I can do. And then we start, you know, we, 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 we behave a little differently and we treat each other differently. Because we know who we are and what we are. So that's what we got to take away from this. And hopefully, Queen Mother uh, Ia, we can, as time goes along, if, you know, and we'll be able to do the show a little bit more frequently. Okay. You know, if the sisters want it. You know, okay. so well, just drop about. us a line, please. Uh, um, please, call, um, you can contact AskQueenMother at gmail dot com or Nadia. Uh, was it twenty? Nadia for eternity. Okay, Nadia for eternity. That was lovely at uh, gmail dot com. And Ocean, and you have our Facebook. Yes. Right? We have yes. you, you, they have access to Facebook as well. Yes. And, and Sister Ocean, I know you stated you lecture. Can you give us a little info on where you lecture or how you go about that? Sure. Um you can actually I have a, a library of content and research available for the black woman at thesacredafro.com, and that's one word, lowercase, thesacredafro.com. So it's T-H-E-S-A-C-R-E-D.com. And you can Google me, The Sacred Afro by Ocean, or you put Ocean, The Sacred Afro, you're going to get to my content. And the call upon my life is to teach this black woman who she is. I'm mindful that we need the international woman, and and you are right, it's for every woman, but the call on my life, me, Ocean, Yes. I have got to speak to the heart of that original black woman because I'm going to say this to you. Every anthropologist knows this. If you feed her and if you put her back in her high place, she will feed everyone else and she will uplift everyone else. There are more black women on this earth and there are any other people. And if we can get her to come together as a collective, we can stop all of this warring, all of this killing, all of this abuse for the children. And I want the sisters to know 
that it was them who laid down everything that everybody knows how to do from reading, writing, walking upright, from the esoteric to the exoteric. They named and charted the stars. Most of the United States are named after black women. So there is so much for the black women to know about themselves. And I believe when they come into the full light of who they are, that this earth will be a changed earth for the better. And I want to say this lastly. I, this didn't come from me. This came from the ancient Magi. This comes from the the original Jedi. They said triple blackness is the best mother. What am I saying here? I'm talking about that original woman that loves everyone, that brings everybody into the fold. So just want you all to be mindful of that. I thank you for your time. I enjoyed it. Well, we want to invite you, you back again. Uh, could you uh, send send a uh, an email or I I didn't get the last part. I only have sacred afro and what was the rest of it? T H E the sacred afro. So it's T H E S A C R E D A F R O. TheSacredAfro.com And you can uh, put ocean uh, You know, by ocean Or you just, you don't need to put that You can just, sacred TheSacredAfro.com No spaces, just one word All lowercase And there's going to be a litany of ways To access the material You can listen to it, as a matter of fact But when you go to the website I explain the gifts That the black woman laid down for humanity Including the symbols including the alphabet. She, the black woman is the Femi Nine. She's the Femi wow. Nine. So before there was any such thing as feminism, there was the black mama willing to feed and nurture everybody. That's why they call her Fatima, Big Mama. You see what I'm saying? So when we, when we let this woman know who she is, when we let her know that, we won't have to worry about patriarchy. People I say thank you friendly. so much, my and, dear. And thank you, and we have one minute. And um, I just want to thank all, all of you, all listeners, and I just send out a prayer that may we be able to cleanse our community of the degenerate enemies of women and children, and may, may we. Live in a land of peace and true fellowship. Good night. Have a magnificent weekend. We'll see you on Sunday.
Bye.